Hey there, I'm Janie Budnick, the pet sitter guru and founder of Pet Biz Hive and Pet Biz MBA. The Pet Biz Hive podcast is a space for pet business owners to still get all those things done while getting some tips and business education in their ears. So pop in an earbud and get ready for the buzz. Hey there, and welcome to another Tip Tuesday, friends. I am going to have a little talk with you today about key handling. So this is a little bit of my experience over the last 25 years of keys. Now, most of you are aware of my lockbox mini training I have out there. I have dropped a link in the show notes if you are interested in checking that out. But I figured I might as well tell you like the entire evolution of what worked the best for me. Whenever I first started, of course, the idea of lockboxes didn't even exist. Uh, I've had lockboxes now for the past six, seven years at least. We have about 500 out in the field right now. So I'll talk more about lockboxes in a bit. Of course, I want to start out talking about how we got started and everything. I had the typical arrangement of requiring two keys whenever someone would travel. So one would be with a sitter and one would be in the office. We had to jump that hurdle initially of how we were going to organize those and how we were going to tag them. Now in our situation, I ended up finding the most amazing tagging system, actual tags that we use. I have seen so many different cool ideas out there. I have seen people who get some uh, that are custom made up with their business information on them. Uh, some of them that have, you know, little windows that you write on with a dry erase. Some with the paper pieces on the inside that you pull out and you write information on and you put them back in there. And they're generally water resistant. There are so many different options out there as are options of uh, keeping them organized from uh, having them just grouped in a lockbox in your office to systems that I have seen of pegboards on the wall where, you know, each little, um, Oh, each little holder has a different letter of the alphabet. I had that for a period of time. To uh, situations for teams having a storage unit in a public storage facility or something like that where they are magnetically attached to the wall and everyone on the team has a key to access and there is a checkout system. Thank you to uh, Kim Tank. She uh, showed me her system. I think it is beautiful. If you have a team, you need to get a hold of Kim. Um, most people know her on Facebook. You can also find her at Staffing Strings. That is her, um, her HR for uh, pet care professionals Facebook page. Um, on Facebook. So definitely give that a check out. Um, she has a pretty darn cool system if you still have keys that you maintain. With the key tags that we'd, we would use, like I said, I found really great ones because there is nothing worse. I mean, let's talk about your hands when you're doing pet care. You know, you're picking up poop, you're, you know, dealing with dogs. This is not a business where 
you can have beautiful, freshly manicured nails. It just does not work. I mean, I do see people with them and I just don't know how they manage it. So I did find a key tag that is the most fabulous thing. You do not break a nail. It is from Lucky Line Products and it's called the Tang Ring, T-A-N-G. So it does have that normal metal ring that your key tag goes on, except this metal ring has a, it has a little tail on it. It's hard to describe. It is a little curved tail. The tail curves into the middle of the ring itself. So instead of having to pry those dang things apart, it just easily slips on and off. If you look it up, I'll drop a link in the show notes you'll see what I mean. It's just like total nail saver. So many times I would, you know, screw up, split a nail, bend a nail backwards, dealing with regular key rings. Uh, and I'm not terribly fond of the chain ones either because those little balls always slip out of the connectors on me. So definitely want to make sure you have something nice and secure for your keys. Uh, I never successfully found something that was fully waterproof. There were some that would protect a little bit. The majority of them, you do have to be aware that your ink is possibly going to smear. I do recommend using like a ballpoint ink and not some sort of a flare on the little slip of paper that goes in your key tag with your client or pet information on it. There is nothing worse than having keys that get wet, like you spill water or something on your carabiner of keys and you've written with a flare and all of a sudden everything is smeared and you're like, crap, does that say Fido or fuzzy? Because it's all smeared. So um, definitely make sure you write with something that is not going to bleed out if it gets wet because you know what? We can get stuck in the rain when we're out walking dogs, can't we? So when you are tagging your keys, everyone has a different tagging system. Uh, with the software systems right now, you can tag by number. So maybe you have your clients tagged by number and the, um, uh, the Ramsey family is tag number eight. So when it's time to go take care of the Ramsey family, you pull tag number eight off of your wall and you head out to do the visit. And the majority of people do keep just their keys that they are using that day on their key ring for security purposes. So make sure you develop a system for what you have on your ring, how you keep them secure in the vehicle. Do you have uh, them on a carabiner? Do you keep them on your person at all times? Do you have one of those little bungee cords? I know that when we have, when our staff has keys in their possession, we have them put them on a, uh, a retractable lanyard. So it's attached to them, but then it does stay around their neck, or we have some that are attached to our walk vests that our walkers use. So you want to make sure whatever your system is, that you do have a secure way of handling those keys. You want to make sure you do have a key tag that is secure. I see a lot of them that have plastic pieces that break very easily. That is the last thing that you want to do is finish up your walk, go to reach for your key, and all that you've got is the little ring left on your carabiner, right? Have you ever had that happen? I did have that happen in the past, that is for sure. 
make sure that if you work as a team, that your team has a way of keeping those secure. We have had situations in the past where a staff member has had a group of keys together and those keys have gotten lost. And there is nothing like spending that $90 plus to get every one of your client's homes rekeyed. Of course, there is insurance for that, but I'm just saying it is something that can be avoided. Now, gonna chat a little bit about lock boxes. A lot of people still choose whenever they transition to lock boxes, they still choose to have a backup key in the office. That is entirely up to you how you want to organize your business. We choose not to as a company. Our only key is located on the client's property. I can tell you that six years ago, when we released our last key in the office to the ether, we were super happy. That was such a relief to no longer have keys in the office. So our office no longer maintains any access. And just for a little bit of stats for you, we have about 500 lockboxes out in the field. We put the responsibility on the staff member and on the client. Our clients do not get lockbox numbers unless they sign an additional hold harmless with us, stating that we are no longer responsible for that lockbox. And so there is one key in there. So if a client does have a lockbox code and they get in there and use that key, or if they relocate that key box or allow anyone else used to that key box, we get there and there is no key, then we are immediately authorized to call a locksmith. We also provide our staff with two different forms for key security, both a lanyard for the keys and also we do have vests that we provide for staff members that have a retractable um, uh, badge holder. That's what it's called, a retractable badge holder attached to it. So they have two forms for key security at all times and we do train them very carefully that if for any reason they do lose a key while they are on property or on a walk, it is their responsibility. We have had five, six situations, maybe in six years. So it, it is very uncommon. And that is, you know, doing thousands of visits every month. So you really want to come up with a strategy in your policies if you are planning on using, you know, keeping keys in the office at all times, or if you're going to use lockboxes, you need to determine if you do use lockboxes, do you want to have the clients provide their own or do you want to provide them a lockbox? If you choose to provide them a lockbox, do you want to give them a lockbox? You have to consider that, of course, is going to be uh, an expense added on. I, I don't buy into the we spend money because it's a cost of doing business. It has to be actually rational and pers uh, purposeful. Uh, in this case, you can also have the option of having a, a rental, a lockbox rental, which would be um, for a certain amount of money. They put a deposit down on the lockbox, you install it at their home, and then if at any point they move or no longer need your service, then they return it to you in working order and you give them back their $25 deposit. Now, some people 
I have heard actually sell it to them. You want to be very cautious with that because you could be crossing over into, um, you know, if you have retail sales that you do have to collect sales tax. Some states do require sales tax already on their services or on a particular aspect of their services. But if you are not in sales tax land already, you do not want to have to hassle with the paperwork. So don't consider actually selling it to them, meaning a transfer of goods from one person to another on a permanent basis in exchange for money. That does require sales tax in pretty much all areas. So consider those things if you're looking at building or changing your key handling program. Uh, I know that was a lot that I just shot kind of off the cuff there, but uh, of course I do have more information on transitioning your key system to lockboxes if that is what you plan on doing or starting fresh from day one with lockboxes. That link again is dropped at the bottom here in the show notes. And for those of you that are married to your keys and love your keys, a little special thing here. Thanks for listening till the end. First person to email me at petsitterguru at gmail.com saying, give me those keys. I have a box of 100 brand new Lucky Line tag ring key tags. I will get shipped out to you. So make it a great week. And as always, what is your next best move? Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pet Biz Hive. You can follow me at Pet Biz Hive on both Facebook and Instagram and learn more at PetSitterGuru.com. What is your next best move?